Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio live by the one and only Sharon McNamara. She has left the room, but she will be back. Um, But yeah, and we have Tim in studio. Hey, Tim. Hey, hey. Good morning, Melissa. Yeah, I know I have already asked you this, but keeping warm today. Yeah, yeah. Man, both days, today and tomorrow. A little warmer tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be... Oh, tomorrow's 29. 29 for a high tomorrow. Very exciting. What is it right now? It's... uh, My thermometer says 16. No. And that's without the the wind blowing. So factor that in and that's a dream. (laughs) Yeah, it's been... It's been such a weird winter so far. Well, thank, I feel thank like you. I say that every year. <laughs> You're right. Well, it's 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 an El Nino winter, so that's why we're getting all this up and down. Oh, and, uh, really? I heard, I heard a weatherman the other day say that usually El Nino winters are backloaded with the snow and everything. So oh. we've got some a little bit, but give it time, yeah. we're going to really get bam, bam, bam. Oh yeah. no! Well, hey, it's well, New England. This you know, yeah, I know. This is what we get. I know. We're, and, we're and veterans. Like I, we got this. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like I said, I, I always say, you know, it's such a weird winter. I don't even know what a normal winter in New England is. <laughs> Just yeah. all over the place. I uh, yeah, sometimes. You might have to ask Rob Gilman, and he'll he'll tell you what a, an, uh, um, a, a real winter was. So probably give you an exact date, you know. Yeah, probably. This, this, this weekend in January of such and such year, we had, you know, he'll narrow it right down. <laughs> Well, we used to have snow in December. It seems like we don't get snow in December anymore. I know. Right? I know. It's just cold. And then you you have to think, like, if we're going to deal with the cold and not have snow, do we really want to live in New England? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I have to do an open house today in a new construction property. So if anyone wants to join me in that. And it's always colder inside new construction Mm -hmm. than it is outside. So feel free to visit me. I'll be down at uh, my new listing. Um, it's not really new. We've been there since September. But Cushing Trails, you can get there if you put in your GPS, 486 Spring Street in Hanson. I will be there this morning from 10 to 12. Will and you be serving hot chocolate or anything no, like that? You know, I should, actually. 
I was going to buy some hand warmers yesterday, but... You should do, like, a hot chocolate bar there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't have anything to keep the hot chocolate hot. <laughs> now, so. now, this new construction, is, is the electricity already installed? No, there's nothing. Oh, okay. There's nothing right. yet. I was going to yes. say, if it was, bring a space heater and put it in one of the rooms. Maybe, yeah, you know? No, but, there's nothing. Yeah. There's okay. No, they're just studs. Yeah. But All right. Here's well, the bundle up, bring your ski gear, yeah, and, uh, it, and join I, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to Mark yesterday, the other day. I was like, I think I had to buy some ski pants. Yeah. But we did get a reservation yesterday, so congratulations to nice. the nice couple who uh, put a reservation in yesterday. So come and see me. I'll be there, and Mary will be there tomorrow. And, of course, she's at Cochise Estates today, mm-hmm. and Kristen Howlett will be there tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, which will be great. Yeah, I'm excited about tomorrow. You know why? I, I was thinking about this this morning. I was like, why am I so tired? I got home from Aruba 15 days ago and haven't taken a day off yet. Mm-hmm. That's why. And you're young. You can do it. I Don't don't give me that look. Like, yeah, I know, Sharon. I'm working every day, too. I'm old. I wasn't even looking at you. I'm not wearing any makeup, so I just look so much more depressed. <laughs> no makeup. Um, but, yeah, so... Yeah, I think you deserve it. You get a day off tomorrow. That's lovely. Good for you. I love that for you. Yeah, I'm um, but but right now we don't have off. We are going to be educating some of our mm-hmm. listeners. Um, we are going to be talking about buying and selling condos. So the yeah. considerations that both buyers and sellers have when um, you know considering mm-hmm. condos. Yeah. Can I can I go backwards for a second? Sure. Though? I want to make this all about me. <laughs> Let's okay. do that. Tim, you good with that? Hey, it's your show. It's your hour. You know, so, hey, yeah, you know, as long as you hour. don't say any uh, four-letter words, we're good. Yeah. Okay, I won't. Um, so uh, Mark and I, I don't know, before Christmas anyways, we were watching something. Oh, we were, I think we were watching Chronicle or something, and there was something about glass blowing that was on. Oh, there. yeah. I was like, yeah, right? And yes, I was like, I yes. would love to try that. But then I thought, what are the chances that they really allow people to play with like hot glass like that? Well, for Christmas, Mark got me, um, We we're, well, we're going today, so we're going after my open house. We're going down to Providence, and we're going to do some glass blowing. Yeah. Oh, it may fun. be my thing. Well, you haven't tried it yet. I know, but it might be. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know what I mean? I, I could have a creative little energy spark, and then I could do, like, the circuit, and I can, like, sell things at, like, farmer's markets Wow, you stuff. already have the lingo. Like, I could, I could do the circus. <laughs> circuit. <laughs> Yeah. We already have a circus. What would I name? This is how my entrepreneurial ADD mind works, by the way. It's like, all right, so now when I own a glass blowing uh, company with all my own hand blown glass, what will I name my glass company? Um, I don't know. Pain in the glass? Pain in the glass. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. I like connecting that. Connecting fire to glass. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of glass blowing, if, if you want to brush up on your skills on Netflix, yeah. there is a glass blowing show called Blown Away. And it was a competition program, and it it was pretty cool. Yeah, they make all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. Hmm. Check it out. It was on for three seconds. They missed the mark with pain in the glass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe trying to make it a little more family-friendly. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So, well, I'm going to have to watch that, actually. I'm really excited about it. So, that's what I'm doing today. But back to what we're talking about. Again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara, along with my sidekick here, uh, Melissa Wallace. She is our everything here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Um, If you have any questions during our show, feel free to call us. Uh, Tim is in the studio in my 
Marshfield, 781-837-4900. Feel free to go that way. You could also find us on Facebook uh, so you can get us questions. Melissa is monitoring all those questions. We had a lot of people watching last week. Uh, so if you have any questions and you're a little shy to call in, feel free to just uh, catch us. Catch us on the flip-flop. Was that like a CB term? Like, catch us on the flip-flop? No. Yeah, like a CB. Like when people used to have CB. You don't even know what a What's CB a is. CB? <laughs> Citizens Band Radio. Breaker, oh. breaker. Yeah, breaker, breaker, right? What's your 20? Um, Come back. Yeah, my handle was Candy Girl. Oh. My parents had one. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, why? <laughs> did you That's like the song did. or no? Yeah, I did like that okay. song. Yeah. That's why I All think right. it was that. Um, you know, it was, <laughs> was like, it like a, a screen. No, name? it's like a CB, like a you know what I mean, like a walkie-talkie. Oh, and people used to have them a very long-distance walkie-talkie. This was the way to communicate before we had our fancy cell phones and yeah. and the bag phones. Excuse me, I'll mm. rewind a little bit. In the bag phones, they, yeah. Uh, do I you, thought Mark was the was the. The four-letter word when I said oh, that. My mom's going <laughs> off about this now. Now, Melissa, do you, are, do you know what a bag phone is? Um, is it a phone in a bag? Yeah, yeah like it this. is. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's like, like you the would first, carry it around. Um, yeah. You carry it around, but usually you you leave it in your car, and you'd always have it plugged into the cigarette lighter. Yeah. Um, and it was our first cell phones we had, mm-hmm. and uh, you couldn't take them. You know, to I, carry, put them in your pocket. It did, that didn't work that way. But, uh, no. <laughs> that yeah. made me laugh. And I thought Mark was like the hottest thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, my new boyfriend, he has a bag phone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to start wow. somewhere, you know. And he had a beeper. Yeah, I was going to say pager. the beeper too. Yep, yep, that's how <laughs> yeah. you did it. So someone would page him, then he could call. Anyways, back, we yeah. are so off track. <laughs> um, I th- but thank you for bringing me down memory lane, Tim. Tim oh, you're you welcome. Should, you should be my sidekick too. You are my sidekick. Yes, um, yes. <clears throat> so we are talking about con- Condos today, which is very fitting because my new development, I have 40, they're actually townhouses, uh, but we'll be talking about condo docks and things like that. I also do have some of my friends who have joined me on uh, Clubhouse, <clears throat> which has been working out nicely because I love to be able to get their perspective from how things are working around the country, right? Because sometimes we do things differently here in Massachusetts uh, than they do in other parts of the world. So um, we do have some people that are listening in and if they are listening, perhaps they could invite some others to join us as well, and we can get the conversation rolling. So where do you want to start, Carl? I don't know. You want to start with some documents, or you want to go from a buyer's perspective, things that you need to... Yeah, we can go from a buyer's perspective. Okay, why are you asking me if you want to do it? No, I was just hoping you had some ideas for me. I haven't read the agenda. Sorry. Sorry, Julia. She does such a great job on these two. Um... So we can talk about some of the documents. I mean, she really went in deep here, like with the master deed, the declaration of trust, and all of these different things, the condo budget. Um, I, I will get into that a little bit afterwards. It's more about putting in an offer on that. Um, one of the things I'd like to talk about is the um, association fee. How maybe I can start there? Okay. So a lot of times <clears throat> with, you know, the reason why people, and oh, yeah, this is a really good question for our listeners. If anybody out there um, has a condo is thinking about a condo that whole condo lifestyle simplified living 781-837-4900 feel free to give us a call um and you know give us your insight and um megan i think megan megan are you in a condo in an association good morning sharon i am you are all right good so you are good you're going to be a good sidekick for this. So how long have you been in your town in your townhouse condo? I have been in my condo, excuse me, townhouse. It's funny how we use that term condo mm. as an umbrella. 
been yep. in my townhouse about 13, uh, 10 years, excuse me, 10 years. 10 years. And yeah. for those who didn't remember, Megan, uh, she is my friend from Clubhouse, um, Megan Gardner. And Megan, why don't you just give a little intro for people who may have not been listening last year, just in case there is somebody who's thinking about moving to your area. Great. Good morning. This is Megan Gardner coming to you from Long Island, New York. I'm situated on the south shore of Long Island. If you picture Long Island, New York City is all the way to the west, and Montauk is all the way to the east, and I'm smack dab in the middle. It is a great place to be sandwiched. Um, I'd love to help you if you are moving to or from Long Island or have any friends or relatives. I am here to serve you. That's awesome. How was that, Sharon? Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> and you know, and my listeners know that I do not bring people onto my show unless I have confidence in them as well. And, you know, I am, you know, referring you to Megan because I do think that she is the best of the best and she is in that area. So if you ever want to reach out to Megan, feel free to give me a call and I can make sure that I get you over to her. So my phone number is 781-294-4848. Megan, give yours your number as well. I'm 631 631- two five five three eight seven eight and thank you so much Sharon yeah no my pleasure so Megan you'll be good you know to sort of have the pros and the cons perhaps of living in a condo and um, maybe we'll start with that and then the second half we'll get into more of the the meat of things so Megan if I was to ask you the biggest pro about living in a condo or townhouse what what would that be for you For me, and for a lot of the clients that I serve, I think one of the largest pros is what the amenities offer and what the condo development takes care of, like snow removal, Mm. garbage, etc. Yep, so more of that simplified living. So with your condo, and here's the other thing too for our listeners, if you are considering you know, doing this type of lifestyle, there are definitely questions that you want to ask because every association is different. So at my new development, we will be doing snow removal. So of course, we'll be doing the road and then we will be doing the driveways and then we will be doing the pathways and then we will be doing the stairs up to your porch. So those are really good questions to ask. So if you are thinking about this, my suggestion is, is, you know, get a pen, get a paper and take good notes um, because um, not all condo associations will do that. Um, Our condo development, I wish Mary was listening as well. So our condo development, well, we have a mixed sort of single family and uh, townhouse property in West Bridgewater. There's 92 units there with a mixture and some of the townhouses in phase one and phase two actually Kristen can you talk to this Kristen I have Kristen Howlett who is a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate and she is our um, liaison that helps us out uh, down at Cochise Estates Kristen are you there I am can you hear me I can yeah so can you talk a little bit about the the aspect there and what is included for um you know, like snow removal and landscaping and things? Um, As far as, well, there are three different ones depending on the phase. Mm -hmm. So phase one, and it's it's different between single family and the condos. Yep. Um, And Mary really is the expert on this one because I believe they're still working up the kinks of phase three. Yes. Um, But the association (laughs) fee covers... The community, there's two different ones. There's an HOA fee and a community fee. Mm-hmm. And the HOA fee covers, if it's the duplexes, 
the master insurance, the plowing of the main roads, and uh, landscaping is not included. Exactly. So that's one of the differences in that development. So I know that we are thinking about changing things up. I think they are changing things up in phase three uh, because that phase three area is definitely all like townhouses. It's not like the single families are sort of mingled in a little bit. Um, and that is the difference where, you know, with the one that I have with them, with it's Stonebridge Homes, by the way, the one that I have with them in Hanson, the snow removal is included to do the driveway, the pathways, and up your stairs. Over at Cochise Estates, it is not. And that's, you know, that was a good mixture as well because there are some people who... It want to be in, you know, they want the ease of condo living for certain aspects, but they do still enjoy being out in the yard. So they'll do their own landscaping. They can have, you know, there are obviously restrictions of different things that you can and cannot do, but you are able to still get your hands in the dirt if you want to. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the top questions that I think that I would ask uh, if you are thinking about purchasing a condo. So um, let me ask Kristen. Now, Kristen, I'm going to jump to you and ask you a question as well is, what is what are, what are you finding when you're doing the open houses over there? Like, what is the top question people are talking asking you when in regard to the townhouses? Because that's today's topic. Um, as far as fees, it just as fee, as anything. I'm I, you know I'm, I'm interested in a townhouse. What are some of the top um, questions people are asking you? Um, that's a that's a trick question because there's two different <laughs> there's there's um there are the duplexes and the do du- I guess I guess number one the 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 most common question is more septic because mm. over there they share septic mm-hmm. so um the duplexes there's a shared septic system and then I think that's the difference going into phase three is that it the the entire phase three will share a septic system yeah so I think that's where the the um the fee going up a little bit because they'll maintain the system mm-hmm. um but that is pretty much the to me the 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 biggest question yeah that's if actually a good answer that and i did really ca- catch you off guard because that is one of the questions that the people yesterday had because they're coming in from the city so they're not familiar um with you know with septic systems so they don't fully understand everything and how those work so that was right good and uh, a lot of people are concerned with what the rules are, what they can and can't do, mm-hmm. um, you know, within the community. Um, you know, some people, I'm a rule follower, so I like rules. Mm-hmm. I like that, you know, everybody has to do certain things to maintain their property and make it look nice. Um, some people don't like rules, so mm-hmm. for them, that might not be if they shouldn't. Hit. They shouldn't buy a condo. That's right? <laughs> if you don't yeah. like rules, right? Um, uh, it's funny though. I just I said in the chat I have a showing this morning at ten a.m. But something that I um, I was thinking about last night was is and you might be able to answer this in Massachusetts. Is there some sort of like? Um, in response to getting condo docs, it does seem like it's it gets more and more difficult to get them. Mm-hmm. And I know in some states, just from being on Facebook, in some states, it's um, the process is different. Yeah, we can request them. Can we request them at offer? 
when do we get them? Sometimes it's really difficult to find out who sometimes the listing agent should supply them. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you have to pay for them. Yeah, that part I don't fully understand. So that will be interesting to ask. Um, we only have a couple people that are um, on up here in Clubhouse. But Megan, how? well, I'll just say first, from Massachusetts, I would say every time I have had a condo as a listing or a townhouse, I have always done my due diligence as the agent, the listing agent, and got a copy of those condo docs. And there are differences between self-managed and management companies. And I think that the management companies are the ones that make it a little more difficult to get the to get the documents. You usually have to go through like the resident portal. There's usually a fee, and you know it's usually like I want to say it's like one hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred dollars, yeah. right? Yeah, to get a copy of the condo docs. I do believe if you are putting your condo on the market, that should be the responsibility of the seller. It shouldn't be the responsibility of the buyer. Yeah. And then this is what I figured what would happen if they make it the responsibility of the buyer. You know the listing agent, once they know one buyer has it, they're just going to ask that agent for a copy of them. And I would say, no, like I I paid for them, so I'm not going to make your job easier for everybody else. So, Megan, how do they do it in New York? And if people can't tell, like, we don't have to keep on saying what where uh, Megan is because you can hear it in her voice, especially when she says Long Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Megan Gardner from Long Island. Yeah. Um, similar here, um, if there's a management company, yes, the you have to go through the management company to get the documents. If there's an HOA board, then you go directly to them. But that being said, that's part of our job here on Long Island as a listing agent if I when I list a condo or a co-op before that listing goes on I have all the information ahead of time in terms of an application packet or the contact person um, I make sure that I have that all set and ready to go to make the transaction as seamless as possible Mm -hmm. definitely management companies it takes a little bit longer Um, but as long as you can explain that to buyers who are looking um, if their offer is accepted and they're moving forward, right, then it's just all about managing expectations and knowing what to expect. And then you can kind of guide everybody through to the closing. Yeah. But very similar here. And, and again, one of the important reasons why you should always work through an agent, whether you're buying or selling. Exactly. That's a very good point. And Kristen, so are they asking you, so the property that you're showing today as a buyer's agent, they're requiring you to get it? Um, I've sold in there before, so I'm familiar with it, but I just thought it was a very interesting topic because, you know, if you're putting an offer in, that's a very vital mm-hmm. portion of your offer and, and things that you should be privy to. And I know that I had a um, townhouse a couple of years ago that I helped a buyer in, and it was in Bellingham. They would not, the, the management company would not do the Title Five until we got a... Um, commitment i can't remember i can't i don't know maybe commitment i can't remember if it was purchase and sale sign or commitment it was winter time it was a fiasco because they didn't want to pay for it Mm -hmm. they didn't want to pay for it but they're good for two years i mean right right. Mm -hmm. it was it was it was super complicated and really it came down to just timing um but those are all things as the buyer's agent. When you flip hats, you know, and you, you want to represent your buyer, you want to make sure that everything is the way that it should be. 
One of our agents, uh, Michelle Fay, she's a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and she just put a new listing on, right? And where is that new listing? It is 55 Plymouth Street, Unit B8 in, Whim- in Whitman. Yep, she has an open house there today, right? Yep, today and tomorrow, 11 to 1. 11 to 1 t- today and tomorrow. And she had come to me, and it's a newer development, and I do want to talk about that when we when we get a moment, too, talking about, you know, the condo fees. I will get into that very uh, in-depth, but she, um, she was the buyer's agent when this property was purchased three years ago, and she was having a hard time because there is a management company, and they do have a fee, you know, to go, you know, to get the the condo docs and she said well i'll just use the ones that i had when they you know from three years ago and i said i do not suggest that no the reason why you don't want to do that is because things could have changed so they could have had amendments to the initial condo docs so you definitely want to make sure that no changes were made especially as a buyer's agent i said or and as a listing agent you don't want to take a older document and even though three years for a new development that probably nothing has changed for the most part but i would never take that chance well i maybe in this case but you know think about how many developments are are managed by the developer in the beginning and then it gets handed over to everybody who live like if they don't have a management company then it's the association it's the people who live in this so i think that if if that had happened, then certainly things probably have changed. Maybe condo fees have gone up and yep. and stuff like that. So. And it was a condo for this instance too. I know that it was self managed, and then it did go. They just switched over to a management company. I personally think a management company is better. <clears throat> There's no emotions involved with that. When you have self managed, you get a lot of different personalities on your board and different viewpoints. So, and then not everybody has the time to go to all of the meetings mm-hmm. to have their voice heard so i think a management company is the way to go when it comes to that that's my personal and i'd say professional opinion too because they treat it like a business Mm -hmm. right so um so i think i always i'm gonna interrupt for one sec i always try to contact whoever it is like i just had one in new bedford and the it was self-managed i ended up Getting a, having a great relationship with one of the women that were on the board and she was more than helpful with anything I needed um, to try to find. Uh, but most times it, they're recorded with Registry of Deeds too. So to Megan's point, if you have a great agent who's going to do the work for you and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's sitting on the couch at seven o'clock at night and trying to gather as much information. But one of the um, little tidbits that I got last night because I was researching this, was to add in contingent upon satisfactory review by attorney of all the condo docs and then list them out. And those documents are provided by and at the sole cost of the seller. Oh, that was good. Oh, that's good. Did ChatGPT help you with that? That was really good. No, no. (laughs) Whoever it was that was in this, it was an anonymous post in one of the real estate posts. But I copy and pasted it because that's a good, Mm. you know, we, we do do that in a lot of condo yeah. offers, mm-hmm. but it's funny when you're on the flip side and you see agents that submit offers that don't put that in. It is really interesting yeah. when people don't put that in. Um, actually, it's going to get put in by the attorney. Yeah. Well, but it's if it isn't part of the offer, I think. That no, but I'm saying like they're going to, like if they don't put it in the offer, the attorney's going to be like, yeah, we need to see all these type of thing yeah but they but if it isn't in this is where the important part is though if it isn't put in the offer 
it's not mandatory to make it part of the purchase and sales agreement. So, I know. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is the attorney is going to realize it and he or she is going to want to put it in. She, yeah, she's going to want to. Yeah. And then after the fact, it might be a little difficult. So that's why you should put it in. Kristen, do me a favor. Can when you After the show or sometime today, can you throw that into our inter-office? Yeah. Um, so everybody has that language. So if anybody yeah. in our office is doing any of that, that would be great. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, too, if we have any attorneys that are listening. I just don't have my phone nearby to um, to text any of the attorneys that I know. And you brought up a really good point, Kristen, that the condo docs, master deed, all of that is recorded at the registry of deeds. I'm curious if any, I know amendments to the, to it, if they're going to make direct changes to the condo docs, then certain if they're going to change the condo docs, I know that those have to be recorded again. But I'm wondering if they like make small adjustments and make it like an amendment. If those have to be, I'm sort of talking out loud right now. So I think they do. Yeah, I think so. I, think I would think do. so. Yeah. yeah. But if we have any of our uh, attorneys listening in, that would be um, one of our questions that we have. So feel free to call us at the studio, 781-837-4900. All right. So we were talking about the pros and the cons. And, Megan, you gave us what you think is one of the positives of living in a townhouse condo development. I'm curious, from somebody who lives in a condo development, what, what do you feel a negative is, if any? Oh, she might be, is she on the phone? So I can hop oh. in there. It's Megan Gardner yeah. from Long Island. Mm-hmm. The one negative that I hear people bring up, which I think the positives far outweigh, that being said, um, is, and I think someone mentioned earlier, the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rules about what you can and can do with your landscaping or what you can and can do with your fencing. Um, some people have different ideas of what they want to do, and sometimes... It's not allowed by the HOA or the management, and that's it's disappointing and it's frustrating and totally understandable. So that can be difficult for some people, especially if they're coming from, let's say, a single-family home where they had free reign over their yard and did what they wanted. It's a big change. It is a big change, and especially when it comes to like gardening and things like that, I think that people go in and they think oh well i'm just going to put this on my porch or i'm going to put this in my i'm going to plant this in my backyard well you can't so and then like the common areas oh if it's out my backyard then i should be able to put like a table and chairs and things like that but you can't because it's called you know the common area i would say that that's probably the bigger item that i'd see um i actually know uh somebody who work who lives in a condo development too and i know when she would look out her window she would see somebody put like pink flamingos in there, oh, yeah. you know, those plastic mm-hmm. pink flamingos. Now, hey, they're appealing to some. I mean, I would more picture those down in Florida, I guess. But, like, anyways, this person put pink flamingos in there, and she ended up calling the association and saying, hey, listen, like, we're, we we are not allowed to put anything out there, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, they did make the pre- the people move those pink flamingos. But, um, and, and I think it is important, you know, talking about, you know, your condo docs and what you can and cannot do really read because you know what there's pet policies that are part of it as well so if you want a dog um i know people are finding a way around that right now with yeah. the emotional support dogs um because you can't really say no to that 
Um, the other thing, too, is like what you can and cannot do on your own porch or in your windows. Even from our standpoint, let's just even talk about real estate. A lot of the developments don't allow you to put a sign up in front of the condo development. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get away with maybe putting just the sign, you know, the 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 panel itself in the window sometimes they don't allow that either Mm -hmm. and then i know that there has been a lot of controversy as of late in several of the developments around here regarding um flags and putting up flags so like political flags Mm -hmm. like they weren't people you know and and we'll probably see this coming up soon right Mm -hmm. you know people are gonna have a donkey and some people are going to have an elephant you know what i mean and you, a lot of these developments do not allow anything like that you can't even put you know sometimes people have those decorative flags that will have like you change them with the seasons yeah so one is like for halloween one is like you can't even put those up yeah. so if that's something Only that's important white to you christmas lights yeah stuff like yeah. that mm-hmm. um also looking in if you have a commercial vehicle mm-hmm. a lot of the times you can't park them that was a good one Mel. thank you can't park mm-hmm. them um you know in the driveway they have to be able to go into the garage if you're you know fortunate enough to have a garage but some of those big vehicles don't fit in the garages mm-hmm. you know you need an oversized garage um, boats, RVs, stuff like that. Um, a lot of the times you can't park them anywhere. Mm-hmm. And just like storage items, you yeah. know, things, you know, you, you just... Sheds. Yeah. You, Even sheds. Yeah, you can't have your own mm-hmm. shed. Yeah. Sharon, one other item to be aware of, mm-hmm. which could be a, 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 a con, is what are the rules regarding the amenities? Let's oh. say there's a pool, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you bring glass bottles to the pool? Yeah. What are the rules for children under 12? Is there no jumping off the side? That kind of yep. information is important. And that is, that's a really good point, too, because when you're looking at um, condo association fees, um, that's one of the things you look at. So some people will have a lot of amenities in their facilities, and that's generally when you see your fees are higher. Yeah, because you need the insurance. The insurance, yeah, and the pool and the maintenance and everything that goes along with it. And to, I'm sure, like the gyms that are in there, you know, mm-hmm. into the, you know, I bet you that there are rules like nobody under the age of, you know, whatever, unsupervised or anything like that. Under the age of 35. <laughs> <laughs> nobody over the age of 50 should be in there. <laughs> so, um, to our WATV listeners, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of uh, Boston Connect Real Estate. I am also a full-time real estate agent here at our office. I am here alongside um, Melissa Wallace, who is our director of operations, and she um, does all things. You're like the agent liaison here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have so many different titles that we're just like, well, which one do we settle one on we, today? Yeah, which one is today? <laughs> That's why I put our everything on your door. Yeah, yeah. So. I think someone had brought up like one of my titles at one point, and I was like, am I really called that? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. other day, I was like, is that really my title? And I went on the website, and yeah, well, that's yeah. what it says on the, online. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no. I, um, yeah, that's me. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to go that, with that. that. <laughs> yep. um, but if you have any questions about this topic, we are talking about condos today, townhouses, uh, the pros and cons of them, things that you should be considering if you are thinking about uh, buying or selling a condo uh, 
feel free to give us a call. But if you have something else that you want to ask us, feel free, 781-837-4900. Tim is in the studio at WATD in Marshfield, and uh, he will get you over to our home studio here in our office right here on the South Shore. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think during my purchasing journey, um, at first I didn't want to look at condos. I really wanted a single family home. Um, and then when there wasn't a ton of single families on the market, I decided to start looking at a couple condos and I did, um, consider putting in an offer on one of them. But after speaking with Jasmine, it just with the interest rate where it was and the condo fee. So they had an assessment. Mm -hmm. And their condo fee um, was higher and even higher than some of the other um, condos in the development because, you know, they chose to um, finance the Mm -hmm. um, assessment instead of paying it up front. And um, it just brought me way over where I was comfortable spending. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's definitely a consideration when, you know, it's not just, oh, I can afford, you know, the the down payment and I can afford, you know, this. But but it's like, again, and I was saying this all throughout my journey is what happens after the closing day? You know, you got to be able to afford everything after that. Mm -hmm. And there are things that you don't think about, too, like as a buyer, like, oh, yeah, I have to like pay for electricity and pay for heat Uh and pay for all these things afterwards you know so Uh it's not just the association fee or anything like that it's 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 the whole package deal yeah and And it would have been great because you know honestly i'm not home very often so it would have been great to not have to worry about you know the plowing and in and all that stuff um but you know at the end of the day. At the end of the day. It didn't work out for you. Didn't work out. Kristen, I saw you on mics. Did you have something that you yeah, wanted to? Oh, I did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I just wanted to make sure to see if you had anything that you wanted to. No, uh, but it's funny that Melissa's talking about that because I was a big pusher of the condo lifestyle for Melissa. Yes, uh-huh. you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did. Mark I was thought, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did think, you know, I mean, I think it's you landed right where you were supposed to but i do think that the the ease of a condo the not having to you know take care of a roof or a siding or window you know things Mm -hmm. like that i thought was very appealing yeah um but in the end like you said you're right but i do think the whole idea of this is you know we need to take a step back and if if condo townhouse living is not for your buyer it is up to the agent to give that information and be there from the beginning because why go through the trouble of putting in an offer mm-hmm. if ultimately you can't park your you know only work car in the driveway yeah if it's not going to work why why even bother so doing the legwork in the beginning and having the conversations is really important and on the flip side you could have somebody that was thinking single family was their only way but you know a condo or a townhouse is a perfect fit for them so That's what I also think, too. I think that what we bring as buyer's agents to the table as well for our clients is that we're not just looking, you know, we we have a little bit of information about a lot of the different developments, right? And we're pretty familiar, you know, like I just, especially in our office, I mean, where we share so much with each other, you know, just what you are allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. And 
you know, like recently I had sold, you know, something at the Meadows in Pembroke mm-hmm. and everybody loves the Meadows, yeah. but one of their policies is a very strict no pet policy. Well, that sort of wiped out a lot, a lot of people. No dogs. Yeah. No dogs. Yeah. yeah no dogs. But they can have one cat or something yeah. like that. Um, but no dogs. And it's really strict. They really enforce it. Mm-hmm. But that was never what the policy was when that development was built. And because I've worked for that developer as well. So I I know that that isn't the policy. Usually the policy will be like, they might put like a A breed restriction or a weight restriction on it. Exactly. Yeah. So one of the um, other, actually the same builder, actually, I did list this property for him and that development, uh, they were trying to put a weight restriction on it and it was 20 pounds. So I was doing an open house over there last year and the president of their, their self-managed and the president came in and we were talking about it and I was like, you know, I know that, you know, this, you haven't, you know, initiated it yet and you don't have all the condo docs and everything in order yet. So we really don't have to abide by it, but 20 pounds. I mean, I have the runt of the litter French bulldog that weighs 19 pounds. If you give her a good breakfast, she's over yeah. 20, right? <laughs> you know. Do so. you think anyone's coming around and saying, I got to weigh your dog? That's what I want to know. And then I want to know if it is over that. Like, what do, you, what do you want me to kill it? Like, what do you want me to do with <laughs> what it? What do you want me to do with it? Yeah. Like, where um, do I go? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But still, you have to do be aware. And the conversation I did have with the president was, well, why did, why did you feel the need to initiate this? Well, because there was one person that had a dog that was larger, that, you know, was never on leash. And it, there's another condo development next door. And that dog jumped up on somebody else in that development, scared the woman. She was older. And it, it scared her because it jumped on her and everything and scratched her car or something. And I was like, well, that isn't the dog. That's the owner. Mm-hmm. So so you have to put those, you know. And again, what are you going to do? Find them? They, uh, how are they going to pay? I don't know. Maybe you do put a fine on it. And then when they go to sell it, they can't sell it until it's paid off, part of the 6D. So, yeah, that's something we should talk about as well is the 6D. So a couple other things that I want to get out on off of my head right now is um, we just talked about the pet policy. So that's something you definitely want to be looking at. Melissa, you did a great job on talking about some of the things about the parking. But you want to know, is my is my parking space? How many spaces do I get? Is there parking allowed on the street? Is there guest parking? Those are all good questions to ask. Is my space assigned? or deeded so if it's assigned thank you it can change right yeah it can change change. yeah but a lot of times they don't it just says that it's not deeded to you so if at some point the association all got together and said you know let's mix things up around here a little bit so if i was part of the association i'd be mixing up everybody's parking spaces every so often (laughs) yeah you know that's why i'm not living in a condo (laughs) so if someone like you comes home and says you know what i i think i don't like the 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 two red cars next to each other so let's mix them this up a little bit you know we'll do every other yeah or I, I feel as if i need a little bit of a walk so i'm gonna yeah. park over there no. from now on new year more walks yeah. is what, <laughs> I, no exactly. no I, yeah. i'll park but for the most part they're if they're assigned they are not changed but there is a difference between assigned and deeded and again going back to what you know both megan and Kristen are saying the importance of having a buyer's agent is i'm sure that the general person or general public isn't aware of these types of questions to ask um and then the other big one is rentals are you allowed to rent out your unit if you decide that you don't want to live there anymore so 
um, that's a really good question because maybe you do purchase a condo townhouse and then, you know, five years, 10 years down the road, you decide that you want a single family, but you'd like to use your, you know, your condo or your townhouse as a rental property. Can you rent it? And that is really important too when you're looking at the condo docs. Make sure that that's something that you are considering, even if you're not considering it, because one thing we did have another condo last year um, in an older development and I was so happy for my clients I was like I feel as if you're getting out at the right time because their condo doesn't have any stipulation on the percentage of units that can be uh, rented Mm -hmm. which which is really really dangerous because and if you know I don't think that um, Jasmine is on today she's probably away but um, or Mark he's not with us either not my Mark but Mark from um, Clubhouse their loan officers because certain loans you can't get if it's a certain percentage over you know what I mean that is rented yeah. So this one development, it is, it was dangerously close to that. I mean, the, I think it was already there because the offer we got was cash, so we didn't have to worry about it. Ours was an investor. Um, she was actually renting back to her daughter, but they're getting to the point where the only people who are going to be able to purchase in there are going to be people with cash. Mm-hmm. So you really have to look into that and what that percentage is. Okay. Um, I'll give the phone number one more time, 781-837-4900. Either we're doing a really good job explaining all this, or people are just tired and sleepy in there. People are definitely watching us, at least on Facebook, but something about that is a lot of the condo developments around here are older, so they are in need of, in the next couple of years, possibly having a new roof, having, you know, siding, windows, doors, and that was part of the issue that I had with the um, condo that I was going to purchase purchase or put in an offer it was because it was everything was new so it had new windows it had new siding it had new roof it had a new door you know those Mm -hmm. types of things were taken care of but the association fee and the assessment fee reflected that yep and that's what sort of sent me over and Mm -hmm. everyone was saying like oh you know eventually you'd have to do a roof and Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that it's like okay but you could not afford Mm-hmm. It, yeah, which is why it was financed. Yeah, you know, the, everybody had an option. Oh, do you want to finance? It was like fifty or sixty thousand dollars per unit. Wow! So you could either finance it or you can pay it all up front. And you know, these people decided to finance it, which I don't, I don't blame yeah. them. But they couldn't afford to live there anymore. Yeah, you know, so it you really do have to have somebody you know come in who who can afford to take that over as mm-hmm. well. You know, and that is a really good point. And just to all of our people on Clubhouse, if you have anything that you want to chime in, it's just a little bit difficult. Um, It's a little bit different um, when we're live in the studio because um, I I can't focus on that as much as I am on everything else. So just feel free to interrupt me if you have something that you want to input. Um, I do want to talk about this, about the older condos versus the newer condos. A couple of things. One is looking at that association fee and you make such a good you make such a good um point is that special assessment if there are any special assessments whether you're the listing agent if you are the listing agent that's one of the questions you should be asking any of the documents that the homeowner has received from the association you certainly want to be able to have those and make sure that you can disclose them to a buyer's agent and as a buyer's agent it's something that you should certainly be asking are there any special assessments are there any that have been discussed is there anything in the pipeline that's coming up 
in order to find this out, one of the things that we do when we are when we are a buyer's agent is we always ask for six months of the condo association uh, minutes of the meeting because those minutes are recorded and you can get a copy of those. I think that those are important for several reasons. One of them is um, one of them is is because you want to say, hey, Three months ago, they were discussing that there is going to be a special assessment. Now, there might be the person who's selling, by the way, maybe doesn't go to the meetings, maybe doesn't read those the minutes when they come in. That's why, as the buyer's agent, you should always be asking. I ask for six months. That way, there you can go through and, you know, sometimes they'll say, you know, uh, building two is in need of new porches. Well, it's, it's interesting because I was showing my cousin a condo maybe like two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And we were um, going to an open house and there was signs everywhere like, oh, use the back door, use the back door, use the back door, like going to the um, condo and, you know, we'll buzz you in and stuff. And I was like, I wonder what's going on at the front door. Mm. So we went to the front door and there was a notice from the management company like asking like, oh, if your car has been broken into lately, please contact. And like they were having a problem there with somebody you know, going around breaking into I would have, I personally would have filed a grievance against that listing agent. Really? Yeah, if I had known about that. Yeah, because, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're, 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 they're purposefully, mm-hmm. if, if, the, if the buyer was to get that information, would it change the buyer's mind whether to proceed forward or yeah. not with that condo? The answer, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is yes. So that should have been disclosed. But yeah. that, again, those things come up in the minutes. You know, somebody, and it did actually. I remember one time I was helping one of my clients, their daughter, young daughter, was buying her first property and it was a condo. And she sort of fell in love with it. And, you know, it's that first, you know, the first condo I'm getting out of my parents' house, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we got the minutes. And as I was reading through the minutes, it said that the one of the renters that was renting in this development was harassing the females in the parking lot. So I said, I just don't think that you should. Yeah. Well, let's find you something that's a little bit safer. So definitely look for those. Um, And two, if you are, I I had a condo um, a few years ago. And I remember we closed on the hottest day. Oh, my God. It was like literally sitting on the equator that day. And I think Mary and I had, I think we had like six closings in one day. It was like frantic. So we like had to divide and conquer. Lo and behold, she shows up at the condo and the main water line broke mm-hmm. oh my gosh it was it was a fiasco but that wasn't even the point of my story the point of my story was about three weeks before we closed they did get a letter from the association saying that there was going to be a special assessment mm-hmm. so our seller thankfully was honest and gave us that information and the seller and the buyer decided to split that cost yeah. so um so that does come up in regard i have four minutes left and this is really important And I talk about this at my new development. When you are looking at new construction, keep in mind that the condo association fees always tend to be on the lower side. And the reason for that is because the developer, the builder, is in there. They're generally the ones, their crews or the people that they're working with who they have great pricing with, they're the ones that are plowing. They're the ones that are doing the landscaping. They're the ones that are doing all of it. It's new construction. You don't have to worry about the roof going. You don't have to worry about the porches, right? So the condo fees can be really, really low. Well, what ends up happening is... When you then get into the development, let's, and this happened to me with one of our clients last year, 
uh, one of the developments that was seven years old, they gave us the wrong information for the budget when we requested that when he purchased. And then they had a meeting a month after he was in there, gave him the updated numbers. And this condo association only had, I think, $15,000 in their reserves mm-hmm. after seven years. That is not a lot of money if anything goes wrong. Yeah. So that's, that's where the problem lies. They have very, very low condo fees because that when the builder had it that's what they that's all it took to maintain it now the problem is is you have let's just say 20 25 people that are living there their mortgage is based on what that condo fee is Mm -hmm. so in order to go up on that condo fee there are going to be a lot of people that will no longer be able to afford to live there yeah right so my condo development that i have in hansen uh cushing trails our condo fees are appropriate for where they will stay and be maintained. So one of the things that we're doing is we're putting money aside for a management company. If the owners choose when we're done, if they choose to do a management company, which would be our suggestion or my suggestion, we'll have a reserve for that. We'll have a reserve for, you know, the exterior. We'll have a res- um, the master insurance will be covered. Um there's lots of things, anyways, that it, that it will cover, and the irrigation in the front yard, the snow plowing, the landscaping, but at least there's a reserve already there. So I can tell Melissa has the open houses in her hand, so she's <laughs> going to cut me off, so go ahead. Um, yes, we do have quite a few open houses this weekend. So Michelle Fay, like we said earlier, 55 Plymouth Street, Unit B8 in Whitman. She is going to be there uh, from 11 to 1. That is a brand new listing. Um, Team Flynn has a brand new listing as well. 168 Harvest Street, Unit 63. Oh, see, two condos, two condos right here yeah. in Taunton. I know. In Taunton, they're going to be there um, today from 1 to 3. That is on the market for three twelve nine hundred. Um, the Grady team is going to be at 719 Ferry Street in Marshfield today from 11 to 12.30. Um, that is new construction as well. So that's on the market for one that one point two nine nine nine. Sharon and Mary, of course, you yep, are going to be at Cushing those, Trails yeah. and stuff. Um, Donna and Nadine have a new listing. They're going to be there tomorrow at 30 Holmes Street in Halifax from 1 to 3. That is on for six eighty five. And if you want more information on all our open houses, of course, you can go to bostonconnect.com and find all that information. If you are thinking about buying or selling your home or your condo, uh, please give us a call. You can reach me directly at 781-294-4848. Again, my name is Sharon McNamara. I am the broker owner a Boston Connect Real Estate and a full-time real estate agent with my team member, Mary Horton. We are part of the McNamara Horton Group. So thank you, ladies, and everybody who helped me on stage. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And Tim, thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. you Bye, everybody. I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day Since we're together, we might as well say Would you be mine? Could you be mine?